How you doing, Eric? We're here for a Don't spotlight. Spotlight. Spot- Turn that spotlight, spotlight on. on. Spotlight. Spotlight on. Spotlight on, Eric. We haven't done this in a while. And this is the official, unofficial restart of maybe <laughs> having a weekly spotlight. Maybe, po- probably, possibly. Way to commit yourself to something. Yes. Uh, there are some more books coming up. So uh, the, one of the reasons we stopped doing the regular spotlight was because we just had so many books. Now, we're going to be talking tonight with Reggie about the Big Heroes in Crisis book for the spotlight. So that is a great way to come back for the regular spotlight. I will tell everybody. Don't it call will it a also comeback. Be, it'll also be on the regular uh, t- tag team back again. <laughs> Whoop, there it is. Uh, but yeah, this will also be on the regular podcast as well. But uh, Old school spotlight. Kinda, yeah, we're going to kind of work the spotlight back into things. I know that Dancing Mike loves to bring up the spotlight when he signs off, so he'll be able to do that as well. Um, but we're going to be talking, like I said, about the big book of the week, The Heroes in Crisis. Doomsday we're be doing clock it. number we're, seven, right? Yeah, no, no, no. No, oh. stop with your nonsense because uh, at the end of this, we will go through all of the issues that we will be having, and we do have a couple on the Patreon spotlight as well. Yeah. That, that is something that most people who listen to the podcast are well aware of, so we'll kind of go with that. But we're going to go right now, Eric. Anything else you want to say? Oh, I, 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 th- I think Reggie's here for the spotlight. Heroes in Crisis number one, written by Tom King, art by Clay Mann and Tomu Mori. Tired? Worn out? Feeling the fatigue after saving reality from successive interdimensional collapses? Then you need Sanctuary. The DC Universe's home away from home for beleaguered superheroes. Our remote climate-controlled facilities are attended by the friendliest robots that will help you get back on your feet, ready to reconnect with and serve humanity. We take most major forms of insurance, and we can provide financial help where available. Sanctuary for the superhero that's sick of saving the world. Not responsible for death or injury caused by mass murdering inpatients. Ah, yes. Yeah, here we are. This is the big book. This is the big book, obviously, for a while. Uh, Oh, poor Doomsday Clock. And it's hardly, yeah, well, that's the problem is the delays have caused issues with that. So you can't really count on that. But by the time that ends, I would think that you will go back and say that. But this is a uh, very uh, big thing. Twitter has lost its mind if if it was a person, (laughs) which I think it is. Uh, And there are battle lines already being drawn. And, you know, we'll get into all that probably by the end or in the middle of this. But it is 
a big issue, whether or not you like it, hate it, love it, whatever, it, it, you can't deny it. it's a big yeah. issue. It's going to change things. And again, you, you have to think of how you go into this, what you're looking for. And that really is why you see a lot of people on Twitter, you know, complaining and arguing or saying they love it. It, it does seem to be one of those. If you were going into this with a certain mindset, uh, you are going to maybe come out of it and pissed off and, well, it's, you know, it's one furious. Of those things, though, too. Like when you go into this a certain mindset, even you know whether it's a good mindset, a bad mindset, whatever you have, the idea of just what we're dealing with now is a lot of that shock and all where people get done and they think like, oh my God, a lot of stuff just happened because heroes have died, but they don't really think about the ramifications of that or the story that leads up to it and whether or not it was a good death or not. It's just the fact that, you know, bam, heroes died. It's even like when Final Crisis started, like, oh my God, Martian Manhunter was found dead. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's like it's along those lines, but it's not a crisis. It's just a crisis in name only. Yeah, it is a well, crisis. Well, I in mean, name they, only. I think they stuck crisis on, similar to Final Crisis. They just stuck crisis so on like identity, identity crisis. crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, exactly. And, just just for the just for the allusion to it. And I do think this is definitely the biggest story they have running. But I got to say, and you know, we'll get into talking about it. I don't feel like anything from this series is really going to matter at all. I really don't. Well, you know? and that's that. That's where I have a problem is because I, I have a couple issues with this, as people would probably guess. But uh, one of them is there are big deaths here, and that doesn't bother me. It really doesn't. It when really, we when we were talking, I just don't. I'm not buying it. That's really no. Weird. And that's- I even not even just buying it. I don't mind if a character dies, they die, and if it turns into better stories or things like that, yeah. that's fine. I don't really, you know, and and we'll spoil it right now. Roy Harper, Wally West, those are the two big deaths here, and it doesn't really bother me per se. Like I'm not sitting there. Ah, no way, DC. Now the part of it that does bother me with that is Wally West. We, we hardly knew. New Yi again. Mm-hmm. He just showed up to be the, you know, poster child of a rebirth that was hope, love, dreams, legacy, things legacy. like that. Yeah. So yeah. killing him off seems to be almost like, hey guys, look, that's over with. Yeah, I'm putting with an exclamation on it. But and, and with this, I feel no emotions. By the end of this issue, I just feel like me, as well as the characters in this, don't care about what is going on, almost as if I said to Eric, to me, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, they feel like they're on Zoloft to me. When I was on Zoloft, like, it's like, huh, they died. Oh, well, well let's not move only that, on. It's just that when we, we have these big deaths, I'm telling you, you have a bunch of deaths thrown in there that really won't mean a lot to a lot of people. But when you have, you know, Arsenal and you have the Flash, Wally West, these are big characters. And Wally West is my Flash. It's the Flash I grew up yeah. with. And by the time I get done this whole thing, I see this character lying there. I see them closing his eyes, you know, because he is dead and gone. And I feel like I'm on Zoloft because I don't feel the things that I know. No, I don't feel, feel I it either. Like, and, like when and Damian I, Wayne died, I fell my damn eyes down. I, I cried. Like, you know, I did even too. When, you know, when Ronnie Raymond died in Identity Crisis, it was a really quick thing. It struck me hard. But like, yeah. I got nothing out of this. Now, yeah, with well, that, those those yeah. are sacrifices, you know. This is just yeah, this dead is just bodies, there. and I feel and, I feel like at this point, and I, I don't know anything, and this maybe this will stick. Although I will, I would put money on it that we'll see these characters fly, running around within six months yeah. after the series is done. I don't but, even know that we won't see it by the end of the series. I, I, exactly. Like, like, at this point, they could be robots. They could be clones. Yeah. They could be well, that's that's anything, one of the you know, things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it could be now, a million. With, Stupid little with things. all this, with all this going on, 
uh, I think that I, I am in the line of Reggie's deal of I don't think we're seeing the whole thing. I think a lot of people are saying that. A lot of people are on Twitter even saying, and then Reggie's saying, you know, by the end of this, we'll probably see them up and maybe they're not dead. Maybe they're. The thing is, though, is you go into this first issue where you're setting the tone, you're setting the story up, and you're, you're setting. So basically, if they are, and if it goes forward and they are alive, they say, even if there's time travel, timey wimey stuff to bring them back, then this first issue was only here for the shock and all value yeah. and to get people oh, excited without doubt, about without it. Doubt, yeah. And the problem I have with that is at this moment with DC and the DC universe and Tom King and Dan DeDeal that they throw in, but everybody, especially Tom King, he does not have the trust of the entire DC fandom because of what happened with the the wedding, what happened with Mr. Miracle. Nobody yep. knows what's going on there. It's, so he is playing this game as if everybody out there trusts him 100% that he will always do the right thing, but we saw that he doesn't. And and you can blame anybody for that wedding. He still went out weeks before and told on you know on TV that yeah. they were going to have a wedding. He lied to, to people. Myers? And, yeah, to yes. Seth Meyers. So I don't have I think, any I think trust. I 15 people saw that too. So yeah, it, yeah, it, really. It but it's still, he said it. And I don't <laughs> have any trust for him. And I don't Jim understand. Like this would times. be like anybody who doesn't have – you don't have my trust. If I I tell you, he, hey, ain't, Reggie. He ain't 2012 Scott Snyder, that's no. for sure. You know what and, I mean? and if I say I, to you, I'm going to meet you at the diner six times in a row and I don't meet, how am I going to make any sort of impact on you when I say the, the 13th time I'll meet you at the diner? Then you're like, oh, no, it's, it's just bullshit. So when I read this, because of everything else we've gotten with Tom King and all these other things, I just read it and go, yeah, this is probably a bunch of bullshit that's going to be twisted around. I'll even throw everybody with the Mr. Miracle because now we're seeing that that was probably a dream. We still have to see, obviously. It looks like some sort of a, you know, he's the king of the switcheroo. And by the end of that, you end up with these moments that happen during a series. And you end up realizing that you have been duped. And and really, I, I said to a guy on Twitter today with all this, everybody's, oh, my God, all these deaths, Wally West, whatever. I said, he, Tom King's lucky that there's not a lot of New Gods fans besides you, Reggie, speaking of people who watch <laughs> Seth Meyers. <laughs> because, because, yeah, well, think of it, though. He has killed Wally. He has killed Roy in this. And you have the side deals as well. That's correct. You know, it's not just those two. Right, but right. In his Mr. Miracle, he has killed High Father. He's killed Orion. He's killed Granny Goodness. He's killed uh, Dark Side. The last issue. So why is anybody? Why is anybody shocked? Why is anybody shocked that this is this is all he does in his writing? Every story, I I could go down the whole list, which I will later. I want to get into the issue, but every story and every sort of thing that he writes is always based on a murder, an attempted suicide, uh, a lot of times a kid being murdered, and people are are shocked at this, and just it's nonsense. It's nonsense to be shocked, and by the end of this. Yeah, and by the end of this, this is where I'm saying that I don't mind this issue per se. I people might be shocked that it, it's not a two. 
for me. It's higher than that by the time we get. But the concept of it, and if you are going into this with the idea of, oh, I want to see how this, you know, DCU is going, and I really like Rebirth. I just, just think of the people who jumped on to DC Comics, which we know a lot of, that jumped on for Rebirth. Oh my God, it's so fun, and the love and the hope we're going to get marriages. And not even jumped on. This is it. The people that it brought back who bailed on Rebirth because they were promised the legacy and stuff like that. It's darker than that. Yeah, anybody they said. I see a lot of people like, welcome to Rebirth. Death yeah. <laughs> must be redeath. So, yeah, with this, I think that you're going to have a lot of people. And the, my problem is, and going back to the idea of trust, people read this first issue. There are a lot of people who already are out there and like, I'm done. I'm completely done with this. They're not going to wait for the next issue. They're not going to wait for the third issue. There's no trust because, like Eric said, a lot of them bailed on the New 52 because of the darkness, were promised to come back with that, Wally West back. And everything now, that they had worked on for like, you know, It's almost they, like they, they are laughing at them. Their entire lives, and all of a sudden, yeah. like, you know, it pissed me off because I bailed at first, too, because, you know, all the continuity's changed, and you find out that it doesn't really matter. And then, like, Rebirth yeah. comes on. Oh, we're going to bring all that back. Don't worry. The love, the hope, everything that you liked about, you know, pre-Flashpoint. And whatever you liked about uh, you know, uh, New 52. It's all coming back, baby. Don't worry. Come on back. It's all good yes. over here. And, and with that, history. we'll get it. We're going to get in the issue now. But with that, too, is I'm not just saying that people are upset. And I'm not upset about the content here. Uh, you know, if people die in comics, eh, I see it. Hey, everybody dies in comics. They always come back. It's the actual storytelling that gets to me because there is no emotion. And just think of this issue as a start of this crisis and take out the couple panels of these dead characters you have nothing. You this really have no. You really have no. You have no fucking story. The shock here. of these well, characters well, it's, being it's dead. The, it's the opening chapter of a murder mystery. So you, yeah. you get you get the but murder again, and you meet and, the characters. But but yep. you're to, you're totally right in that there's essentially two scenes happening here. There there's one with Booster Gold and then Harley Quinn. Uh, that kind of is like throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And, yeah. The, and then there's the scenes with. Uh, Superman and the Trinity discovering the, the murders over at Sanctuary. Plus there's the interviews to kind of like break it up. Those are the nine panel grids. And I'd yeah. say everything with Booster Gold and Harley is a hundred percent meaningless until the last page. They yeah. might as well have just walked on to the panel at the la- on the last page and I'll reveal it and say, Booster say, Harley, why'd you kill all those people? And she says, you killed all those people. Yeah, you killed you know, them. And the spotlight and even that out. reveal where we get that at the end, it makes no sense to me for how we had the build up because, you know, you know, Booster believes that Harley killed everybody. Harley believes that Booster killed everybody. And yet they sit there and have a meal with each other and talk about things. Yeah. And like they plan. What's like, that Tom King weird fucking bullshit? I hate that shit. No. Where like people are just standing around. People that hate each other are just standing around chatting with each other. Like, all the here we time. have Booster Gold, who was a hero. You know, he's been messed up because of Tom. King as of recent, but we have here a hero who is going to let a person he believes who just murdered friends and colleagues of his, he's going to walk, let him walk into a diner and have a piece of yeah. pie next to him with yeah. all these people around him. Like, well, the, are you the man saying? wants to finish his coffee. No, you know he does, I mean? and I know, buy, I know how important coffee. that is. I love coffee. Now, uh, yeah, I no, just that, want to mention that, one that thing, too. Scene, all those scenes with that, those two were such yeah. contrived nonsense. And, be, and just to say it now so I don't forget, his writing for those of them especially and every character it's was way so off. way off. Yeah, I mean, it's, way it's off. just like, as far as I'm concerned, it's like, it's like Eric said, this is Tom King's booster gold. I'm willing to just say 
This yeah. is a different guy. And, and, now, and, yeah. was and, and the worst is, is I see excuses for this. So people are aware of it. Even fans who say, well, you have to realize everybody's in shock. Oh, really? That, that, that oh. explains the way. Now, also, like you said, Reggie, this is a murder mystery uh, deal. The, the problem I have is, is the beginnings of this was pushed as something that was going to explore the healing, was going to explore how the PTSD of characters, that seems to be pushed aside to get to, at least at this beginning, we'll see how yeah, it goes, but I'm like afraid. I'm afraid, though, I'm afraid, though, all we're going to get, though, are these nine panel videotapes that look like you're You're in Big Brother. You know, it's it's the real world, uh, you know, with Puck there talking about us eating his scabs. (laughs) No, but uh, the problem is, is, though, two weeks ago, there was a interview with Tom King about this. And the quote is that he says, Heroes in Crisis is a murder mystery that begins with a massacre, King said. But it's also an examination and deconstruction of DC's heroes. And that's all he does. He only deconstructs heroes. And, and so where is this idea of the you know mental health side of things? It's just to me in well, one issue. A we prop. don't it's even a know the sanctuary with this point. No. He talks and about that's the mental health and he with this. death and murder at a place we've yeah. only heard about in yeah. passing by a name. Yeah. There's no – like Tony, we have had months of people say, ah, you got to go to the sanctuary. Hey, did you hear about the sanctuary? I'm going to the sanctuary. Nobody knows what the – like, tell me, yeah. you get more about what the sanctuary is in the solicit than you do in the actual story, and, anything uh, yeah. leading up to the story. And we with know that, it's intended yeah. by Kryptonian We find Robots. that by the end. And no. the only other thing, though, is is this is where I think that there's a major flaw in the story so far. Again, I'm not going to – people can sit there and, and yell and scream about what we're saying here. I understand this is the first issue, but I'm trying to talk about it and wrap my head around it. And to me, this sort of story starts out with an idea that we – get a, a bunch of hints we get a basis that now we start working the mystery but the thing is tom king the way he writes and how he writes all the things even going back to i am suicide all these other things in his run he doesn't write mysteries he writes things that in his head he can have the m night Shyamalan twist at the end to prove how smart he is instead right. of getting us involved because if you started out and you actually showed us a little bit of a concept of what the sanctuary is again i think we will get this but from the very beginning, you show maybe what happens when the guy, even if it's a point of view through Roy, Roy checks in. They talk to him about the different things. Are the heroes depowered somehow? Are they allowed to do this, that? What are the defenses to kind of keep – because you're at a place where you do have some heroes and Villains even. I mean, Harley is kind of there. Poison Ivy's there. There's a lot of sketchy, you know, you know, gray area things. But what happens right. if Ivy's there and they start doing some sort of uh, thing? She had just come off of pretty much having everybody in the world in her brain. And she goes nuts a little. They tap into something that, and all of a sudden she gets the green and destroys the whole thing. There has to be something set up. So if we saw these parameters, if we saw some of the defenses, I mean, if we th- saw this, what they this do, this is the issue: is that we don't get any of that, so we don't feel the ramifications no. and of the at stakes the end, here. I you know, for to... example, if I if you're not reading Titans or you're not reading Red Hood and the Outlaws or didn't read it or just are familiar with Wally West and and Roy. There's nothing really no. happened here and, for you. And, you know and what I mean? There's is, like that. Yeah. That's the big shocker scene that's yep. supposed to pull at your heartstrings and make you mad. And it did make some people mad. It made them but mad. I'm sure but in, in other not people, a story myself way. sort of included, I was like, gosh, that's a shame. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't really buy it. I don't really care. Like, what's the, like, yeah. what's the frame and, for this? Yeah. And maybe if we had a buildup 
or some sort of an explanation of what went on in Sanctuary, why this is meaningful. Yeah. We don't really no, get it. You know we, don't. we We and, know and that all well, they the got killed. The only reason these characters are there is because of a very forced way to get them there. Like, you know, Wally was upset that he couldn't get to his children. They forced him yeah. to the Sanctuary. Just remember Boy, that. And I argue with a lot of people. Of sudden, well, I'm just having some problems. I'm going to go yeah, over here. Wally right. West may be dead here because he was trying to find his kids. Uh, also, yeah. though, you know, I, I hate to say the fun of something like this because it's a massacre and death and blood all over the place. But the fun of it Come is on, Todd, uh, your wife the loves fun, watching uh, these yeah, kind really. of stuff on TV. I, but yeah. isn't the fun of this sort of story where it's set up a murder mystery? Isn't the fun the debate on? Who's involved? Like, oh, I say, I think it's Despero. And then Reggie's like, no, no, it can't be Despero because of this, that, and the other thing. I think it's Prometheus. And then Eric says, no, no, no. I think it's Reverse Flash coming back. I think it's Zoom. That's the fun of things like that. And after I got done this, I just said, oh, well, I guess it's either Harley and Booster. But And when it isn't, if it isn't, it's more of a twist than a mystery because we don't have clues. We have no clues. Right. We just have dead yeah. bodies laying around. And so when you right go now, we, right now, we have we have two suspects by virtue of them just telling, telling us, us that they're suspects. Yes. We have no and, real uh, clues yeah. at all. And and really, in the, and you're right. In a larger sense, anyone could have done yes. this. You know, any any so, that you yeah. could name. Anyone that isn't do- dead, and even maybe the ones that are yeah. dead, one of them could have yeah. done it. I don't know. I don't know. You know, and, it could and be anything. so the fun of it to me is taken away. And then, so when you go online, if you go on Twitter, the focus isn't on the murder mystery; it's on who was murdered, and it's also on who's next. Not, hey, I want to find this. I want to do this. I want to do that. All you see at the most is, man, he can't write Booster Gold very well, or it better not be Booster. It better not be Harley. She's my favorite. There's no intrigue or fun to me because the focus is on the the awful tragedy of it, and that's not what well, even- it was supposed to be focused on. It was supposed to be focused on the healing, not just the tragedy, and it's it's comes off to me is gimmicky then but whatever let's say you did so let's say you did want to follow the clues and try to be like you know mr detective man and try to put it on it you, there's no way for you to do this because no. the first one you see in the nine panel layout is blue jay who's talking about stuff that happened in justice league europe which in this continuity didn't he's exist not a part yeah. of, he's only been in the microverse just hanging over ray palmer yeah. but he's talking about continuity from freaking 30 years ago that doesn't have yeah, no and, bearing and, on what's and going with that, on blue jay has been in this continuity within the jla book and even then i just sit there and think of okay you've been hanging with ray palmer in the microverse yeah, you're t- yeah hanging out hanging out and helping and now he's just thrown here. And this is the problem is with these, you have Blue Jay there. And while this is going on, we did say there's the whole talk between Harley and Booster where Harley even in her little segments, like, I, I think therapy and, and feelings are bullcrap. Uh, you know, oh, all these people doing it. And then by the end, she kind of breaks down. But again, this is to me a forced That's emotional. That's Tom King forced yeah, It's, forced. Yeah. it's like, okay, I'm supposed to think she said not anything that I get from – the talk or whatever, it's forced to be the emotions. But when you go off from that to her and Booster just sitting there at a diner eating, when one of them you think or they at least think each of them are the murderer, it just comes off as odd and really st- – the whole issue to me feels very sterile, including the art. And I know, Reggie, you love the art. Uh, the art's great, I but I it. don't think that it lends to any sort of emotions as well as the story. And that might just be the story with me, but there's nothing. I think I'm going to blame the there's story. There's nothing in this, though, yeah, I that mean, I, I mean, see. To me, I mean, you said. 
said in the beginning, uh, and I do understand you now, you said there was a problem with the storytelling, but going into it, I agree with you in that this is a murder mystery presented with no real clues to follow, no. just things that were told. But as far as I, I discussed, I was going to save it to the end, but the technical aspect of this book, I think, is really impressive. Great use of the nine panel grids. I, I think don't like it. Clay Man's art is on another level. The nine panel this. grids I mean, are all to me. You're, you're using the nine panel grids, and it's just guys being videotaped. I don't see that. That's any sort. And again, that's the telling, not you know, showing, not telling. I don't care for those nine panel grids of just okay. The nine panel grids come up. I guess we're going to get emotional again. I, I, I think it's a cheap. I think it's a cheap device to to move the story along. But as far as Clay Man, you know what I mean, Clay Man plotting them the the sequentials of them are just really you know what i mean they're really slight they're really good i think yeah. you know and that that's it, it really comes down to just the technical panel to panel uh work of this i think is excellent and i you know we i mean we'll just disagree about yeah. it that i think the faces and the the art in this is unbelievable i think it's really top yeah notch, I, I, to me it's <laughs> it just lends to the whole deal that it just doesn't even seem like it's happening i think that you even said it's like man it's almost so, like you trace things it's so great and i kind of come away with the idea of like eh, I, I, it didn't impress me that much i've seen you know booster and, and harley look great before and it's probably more the story uh that gets me but i really don't care i, I also don't know why any sort of uh, diner has what appears to be the sharpest butter knife that you'd ever have i just don't understand that but uh, even like the how it progresses how, how many times is a, does, does a booster get stabbed it's, it's so, so ridiculous. ridiculous like you know I, so much for that personal yeah, until he, until yeah. it means oh, yeah, something right. yeah so you, and let's get into you know the bit by bit because you do start off they are in the diner together booster harley shows up she's mad and it's like oh we don't have superheroes a lot this one lady and like is there going to be a fight yep there's going to be a fight and there's no emotion i mean that sets the tone to me right away of yeah you can tell me they're in shock but show me they're in shock show me i i, I don't yeah, want to fill in the blanks the people in the diner be fucking freaking yeah. out you know what yeah, I, mean? I don't want to yeah. although i do like the fact that don yes i just i don't want to fill in the blanks and all the emotional parts in this uh, are either forced or fill in the blanks because you do get blue jay he is talking about a past continuity he's talking about before flashpoint yeah. of what happened we have seen him in this continuity already and this doesn't match up this is an older story but it's again it's thrown in willy-nilly because nobody cares anymore about what the he's continuity is silver source with him when on justice league europe and he was killed by dream slayer taking over somebody's mind like you know shot it with an arrow i'm like how does this idea of this character – that's the worst part of my mind is Tom King really has doesn't care about any character, what they've been up to. He's just going to write it whatever yeah. way he wants to work for whatever – like Booster Gold, the way he acts in the gift story. And then here just like, you know, not even, you know, uh, Blue Jay, but the characters that you get as well, like Citizen Steel being dead here. We haven't seen Citizen Steel in this continent. He yeah. was in Earth 2 for a while, but not this version. Well, Goon Boy, the only time we saw him was in Futures and Teen Titans – we don't see any. These are just hot cannon spot, fodder. Who we because, saw in Sideways. A hot spot. We saw. We saw in one issue of Sideways yeah. within the past couple and, and, of months. That's and it. I think me that the way he's progressing the story and how he's plotted it out is you see those to be and and also to me anybody who says oh it's always crap that these things are uh you know spoiled no there was so much spoiled. It was spoiled to me to be part of the storytelling because when then you open and hear, oh, there's deaths, there's deaths, and you go and you see, oh, Blue Jay died. Wait a second. This isn't the the big characters. I thought we're going to die, and it's plotted in my mind of they are – 
legitimately just props to keep going, to keep going, to let your guard down and say, oh, my God, Roy and Wally, they made it through. We've, I've already seen. I heard there was one or two deaths. I've seen five or six people dead. And then you turn the page and see that Wally and, and Roy are dead. And then to me, that's like the kick in the teeth. But the kick in the teeth is only set up because it was spoiled before that all these people are going to die. Who's going to die and all this? And it's almost like you see Hotspot die. We're now getting towards the territory of when you see the grappler show up and he's on the suicide <laughs> squad. He is going to die. So yeah. when you see something, and I think that that is – the yeah, grappler. There, there is a, a, a disconnect to me where people are reading it, and you want this to have such emotional impact. But then you have Blue Jay die, who hardly anybody knows. And he's talking about a pest. I know it, but they yeah. hardly know. So when, when Blue Jay dies, you're like, oh, okay. Well, even Hotspot, and then Hotspot. Like, that's what I'm saying. Hotspot, yeah. Hotspot I mean, shows these... up with his catchphrase just as Superman can say after yeah. this whole like, nonsense. So, he, he yeah, so my whole deal is instead of building attention, instead of building an emotional deal, he again builds up what ends up being a shock value twist when you see Roy and Wally dead. And then you're like, oh my god, and that's what you remember. He always ends these stories with these big moments like this, so you remember that. But, you know, like I said, it's building from Hotspot, and you also get... Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman show up because there's been deaths. They they see that, you know, I'm sure the Sanctuary had some things go off. They're going to see it. Superman's faster. He gets there first, and he's looking into it. But with the idea of Commander State, like, you, you're, lose, you're disconnecting me from it because now what I'm really looking at is not the idea of, oh, my God, Hotspot's dead. I am more looking at it as how the Trinity's reacting to these deaths, and they act like they don't care. They act very surgical with it. They act very much like, I would expect this to be, you know, some guy on the GCPD who is insane and doesn't care about things. This isn't what the Trinity is to me. Batman, yes, and he's not there. But Superman's just like looking, okay, confirmed, confirmed. And the the weird deal is, is you do see a lot of things, and I, I actually... The most – I'm telling you, he's an alien who's the most yeah, human yeah. out of all of us, and he has, he has absolutely no emotion. no emotion behind him at he, all. You know, he, he face yeah. palms. Yeah. Guys, you notice he face palms? <laughs> yeah, he, he face, face palms. palms. So. I, I just – I'm telling you, maybe we'll get it in the next issue, but I just remember like when well, Sue Dibney yeah. died in Identity Crisis, we're, we're calling in yeah. everybody we can. We yes, are freaking, that's a crisis you know, All the detectives, then, yeah. all like anybody who has a power that can learn themselves to something and like, oh my god, we got to talk to all like – Everybody was so upset and like you know just worried about Ralph and everything like that, and you don't no. get that here. It just feels and, so sterile. And with sterile. this, you see the first scene where he does go and he's in the field, and you have pretty much an unnamed person who's still in the garb of the sanctuary, where people are guessing maybe that's Ivy. We're, we have to wait for that. You see Lagoon Boy, Commander Steel. You see Hotspot. You see Blue Jack guessing in the back over the deal, but also there's a Green Lantern there right under his armpit. And they haven't revealed that yet. And I, I, I don't know if that Kyle is that because that's somebody and it's a Green Lantern. So some Green Lantern's dead there. So we're going to have to wait. So there's more shocks. And I don't need the idea of the murder mystery being who's dead next. It, it, I want to be, let's figure out who it is. And that continues from there. And Superman's there, but it's just, they're all gone. And, and even the case, do you think that at this point, like, why are they in their uniforms? Does, is that something that shouldn't be? But we don't know because we never get an idea of what's going on. And then you go to the nine panel hotspot. Hey, I have a catchphrase. I'm, I'm just warming up. 
You know, it's crazy. I, I I was just trying to find where you're talking about. Yeah. I never noticed yeah, that a green, green lantern. lantern symbol underneath his you know, arm dead. like that before. I've actually got caught yeah. me by surprise now. That's new to yeah, me, and I'm scared Kyle. now. And, and so then you go with this hotspot deal only as a setup. Penelope's again. It's only a setup for Superman then in the next page to say he had a a catchphrase. I can't remember. I'm like, this is now again, this is forced to me and it's very forced emotions. So I don't have the emotions. So then you go back to Harley. Are you are you saying that when you read that you didn't call out to the book? It's I'm just yeah, yeah, warming no. up. I'm just no. getting I'm like, warmed just up. Warming That's up. What it is, you Superman. just get warmed up. We hardly knew you again. And then so, but I I don't know how the the sanctuary set up and things. So it, it really does. Then you get back to Harley and the Harley in this is the hey I, I don't think I I don't believe in trauma. It's bull crap. Hey I, I hate pudding. It's it's too trying to be clever in my mind. It, you know the whole thing about I don't like pudding. That's my secret. I always hate pudding. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then her and, and she just slices booster. I mean, it's away. stupid because pudding pudding is just the name she called. I know, and Joker. I said it's I said like, to yeah. Eric, I, I'm getting that he's. It wasn't like an endorsement no, of pudding. And that's the and, thing. You know? I'm getting the idea, and I said to Eric in a hokey way that he's saying that that shows that Harley was strong, that she was always throwing shade at the Joker. It's not that clever. And she's there, and now she's singing a nursery rhyme to Booster and slicing him up. And they go to the, you have Superman go to the sanctuary. It's funny, too, because Batman says, listen, I'm on my way. Don't go in. Don't do anything. He doesn't care. <laughs> Superman's like, I'm not listening to you and goes in. And again, there's never a time in this where they say, okay, they're dead. It's always confirmed. And there's blood there. You have them. And you do go back and close eyes and things like that. But I don't know why you don't have the idea of, okay, they're dead. What's going on? But at this point, you have Roy and Wally dead, and they don't seem to care. They they just are, yeah, they might be in shock, but these are the Trinity, and they better act on what's going on because, in my mind, there may be some other people alive still. I mean, they haven't gone yeah. through a, we. And that's my other point is we don't know how many people were in the sanctuary at this point. So I don't know that all the bodies we've seen are all the bodies. So if you're going to say Poison Ivy was in the sanctuary and we've seen all the bodies, then, yeah, it looks like she's dead because where would she – but instead – you're just with bodies laying around and things like that. They don't hardly look like at some points they put up that much of a I, I just don't get it. And uh, and then you get Roy talking about his addiction. And again, it's supposed to be this big moment. But I just to me, it falls flat. Uh, but tell us more. Actually, we're almost done. But yeah, tell me because you liked well, it more than me. With Roy, it doesn't even feel right because when we saw him last, you know, in Red Hood and the Outlaws, you know, annual – he was going, he knows he's feeling like about the same thing. Like he's going to go back to like, you know, possibly using, there's something wrong with him. He needs to go to get some help. And this whole thing where he's sitting down, he's going to go like, you know, to finally, you know, uh, give his feelings out there, get the help that he needs. And he's making jokes about, you know, superheroes saving things. So he's going to save a kid and he's going to save some money by shooting up some stuff instead of pills. I'm like, you're, you're here to finally get some help. Hopefully get the help you need because you're at the end of your damn story. Yeah. You know, the line here, you don't know what you're going to do. It just seems yeah, weird. Yeah, it does. But yeah, you get Roy. And then after that, Reggie, you take us through the ending because we're almost at the end. Uh, yeah. So Superman goes through. That's where you see the interior of the, at least part of the sanctuary. It's essentially, from what I can tell, the Kent's, you know, Clark Kent's childhood home. He's got some Kryptonian. Yeah, yeah. What's that? I'm thinking there's got to be a secret facility. Yeah, you'll go underneath. Like Jim says, yeah. we have we have no idea. That's you know my I mean? problem. We don't yeah. know anything more about it? But 
Uh, we got a, some Kryptonian robots. Looks like Mom, Pa, Kent. I'm not sure who that woman is, if anybody, just another woman, maybe. Another robot, the sanctuary, like. which, yeah. which strikes me as uh, kind of a shitty therapy yeah. session to have robots take care of Yeah, it, that's what it seems to be. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe Kryptonian robots are, are more attuned to humans somehow. So that's when they, uh, the, all the trinities together, they close Wally's eyes and Batman says, our hope for redemption is now just another hunt for vengeance. And I get the feeling he's happy about that. <laughs> he does I think he likes, I think, I think he prefers a hunt for yeah. vengeance. Meanwhile, while they were fighting in the sky, Dragon Ball Z sky, because, uh, style, cause Booster Gold flew them up. Harley stabs Booster Gold in the neck and it looks like he's bleeding out. They both fall to the ground, but they're alive. Uh, Harley might be battered yeah, or something and that's when right you're like lying in some meadow and she says uh he's like why did you kill all those people and she's like oh you didn't you don't know how how deep did you crack you killed yeah. them all you know da, da, da. And, and then you have booster a nine battle of booster it's, and it's yeah, he's asking for help thanks for and, help and it's him. weird too because as what? we went forward with this again this is sort of the idea of what was leaked what was talked about in certain interviews and things like that so maybe it's you know almost like a too much information has caused problems but we didn't even know if booster or harley were attendants there were they therapists? Were they? I thought they were. So I thought, did I. I. I they were That's what I'm saying. There. That's what it seemed to be pointing towards. But now it just seems like they were just patients as well. And, and so you don't know. And with the idea of not knowing who was there, and I understand again, I'll say it one more time, probably not even one more time, but I know this is the first issue, but this is the issue that you're going to try to grab people with. And, and when you're grabbing people with the idea of not really giving you any information about what the actual overall setting and things like that is, and you're just going with the shock Desk. I can't get that behind it. I want to know well, more about what's also, going on so I can try to guess at at the murder mystery that you you know is fun to do. But this is the first issue of a of a limited series that just grew to well, more here's issues. The thing. Implying it grew, implying yeah. that the story is well, so that too. We need, and I know, and I know they're using those two issues to show you like yeah, side they said it's side stories, stories but it is big. But, but if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna bump out a fucking limited series right before it launches, then I would expect every issue to be jam packed with, with info. Shit. And, and I know that they're. I know they're two totally different series. I'm not really comparing them as far as like their merits to each other, but with Doomsday Clock, okay, you do get much more yeah. of a ever, you know, most issues. And the delays kill that, but issues, just to your right, though. it's like nonstop, like nonstop shit. This is not is like there's really one thing yeah. that happened. Well, you know, two things that happen. There's two scenes. One of them is so contrived and prolonged yeah. between Booster and, and and Harley. It's the most fucking yeah. nonsense. And everything else is just try, us trying to glean the barest bit of information about Sanctuary, which we no. don't and get enough of. And this is something else. And that, it, it, what I say, and Eric, because you don't really talk to us uh, with the Batman book and a lot of the Tom King stuff with the Mr. Miracle and stuff, but it's it's a phrase that I use often. And it's starting to, I don't know if it makes me look like I'm right or whatever, whatever you may think. But Tom King writes a mystery all the time by keeping info from you. That's not a mystery. A mystery isn't the, I won't give you all the info until I throw it at you at the end to solve the mystery. That doesn't make a mystery. Th that's just a story with a twist then. And that's what he does. That's a Charlie yeah, He Chan does mystery, not give you, yeah, where all of a sudden, minute. you know, Charlie Chan comes out and then explains everything that happened. It's a, it, it ends up being me reading uh, the Encyclopedia Brown because I am a moron and I read it. I'm like, I don't know what happened. Uh, Bugs Meany, what the heck is he 
doing? So at the end, though, <laughs> he writes the mystery by withholding information, and he's doing it again. And that that just it's not it's not fun for me because then I am disconnected from the story, and instead of it being a thing that I want to talk me and me and Eric went through I am suicide where we thought there was all these clues and we were all into it so excited everybody was they were so excited it was all, it and was then it ended up being right. nothing because you end up with uh, Punch and Julie they were there to chew gum and make a, a raft there, there was no ending yeah. that was you know just to have that so don't keep information from us so that later you can make yourself look smart by throwing it at us I, I need the best thing is to show all the information and then somehow the twist is something you would never think of. That's fun, and this mm-hmm. isn't fun to me because a lot of ways to go. You take take what looks like a small yeah. piece of information, make like it. Like I said, if you found out or, that you know, the parameters of the security does not allow this, this, and this, well, then we start. Everybody starts thinking of villains that don't meet those. Like, oh my god, like it, it, maybe it's uh, Zoom who's now got the Sage Force. You know, stupid stuff like that. That you start, right, right, you right. start getting ideas, and then you have fun arguments, and you start, and then on Twitter, everybody has theories that are they're throwing out, and everybody's having fun then. This is just yeah. boom, death. Take that. Ha! I showed you somebody was going to die. Yeah, we said a, in a crisis a flash has to die. Well, we ain't lying. Take that, fans. And it seems like it's like them just sitting on their, you know, in their ivory tower, just throwing shit at everyone and seeing who eats oh, it. Oh, that tower. Yeah. How's the weather up there, Eric? It's ivory. How is it? But yeah, it's almost like we say all the time. Eric, it's Eric's all. Up there. Yeah, he's always in his ivory tower. You sit there and. <laughs> I just wonder, is this a exercise by DC in general of the idea of like, let's see how much we can screw with these people before they, you know, fight back and these people aren't fighting back in general. But uh, Eric, well, you, were you, anything else you're going to say in, before we go? I'm just the, the one thing that we didn't really uh, do, like, you know, cover is the idea that when they walk in, the, the all yeah. written on the walls with the puddlers are dead. And the one oh, right. tells us that, you know, a puddler is a term for those who work in iron, who make weapon swords, but the puddlers skim the molten metal and they remove the impurities so the iron can be strong. And I've actually just been sitting here thinking about this most of the day since we got home and read it for the podcast tonight, where it's like, you know, the impurities, is that like, you know, in my mind originally, I was thinking that it was like one of those things like, you know, I've removed the people, you know, um, who are like, you know, we're going to send everybody to the sanctuary to remove the impurities of their mind to help them make them better so that we can all be stronger heroes. But, you know, I've reviewed, like these people are dead and they're the puddlers themselves. And like I'm telling you, this one line, for some reason, I can't wrap my mind around and it's really bothering me for what they're trying to say about these puddlers and skimming the molten metal and taking the impurities out. Who so are the like, puddlers? You know, And like, you know, like, you know, are we making, you know, the heroes stronger by, you know, allowing them to like, now we're going to get rid of the people with mental problems. We're going to make them stronger because they're dead or, you know. I, 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 I get the idea. Is, is, is the murdering the puddling yeah, I, is what you're saying? Yeah, I don't know. We, since we don't know what it, it entails being in Sanctuary, we can't really say. Although I do have to say, I think it's bullshit that Batman wouldn't yeah, know what a puddler is. Maybe Superman wouldn't, but but Batman fucking knows carny speak, no, for no, God's I, sake. I just think that at the end it's going to be that they got killed because they actually admitted that they had a problem. And it's going to be the whole thing that Tom King says all the time of like, I used to think that mental illness illness was uh, not, a, you know, that was a weakness admitting that you need help. And I, I just think that's it, that some, whoever it is, is looking at this of uh, how dare you admit you need help. You guys are impure. That's your impurity of you doing that. So at the end, you can have that hero We're, stance you know, of saying, you know what? 
the mo- the strongest thing somebody with mental health can do is ask for help. Bah, 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 and that'll be the, his big nice. fan service moment for people to go, I knew it. He, he it is all about that. And I just I'm doing this individual issues and this. It just does not focus on any sort of things that I wanted to see in this. Uh, but oh, no. Yeah, we'll see, though. And then just even that, the idea that the mysteries, <laughs> the butlers, you know what I mean? You're like, really? That's what we got here. I can't take it. Lame. You know? It feels like a, feels like a it's Snyder. It's one of those things where I got stuck on because at first I thought maybe it was like one of those death in the family where, you know, Joker's going to kill all the other Robins and stuff like that, the Batman, yeah. to make Batman stronger. So we're going to take out all the people. But the puddlers are the ones who are making everybody stronger. So we're going to take these people out because they're in the long run, they're going to make the hero stronger. And I'm telling you, I just go back and yeah. forth of what I think this means. And I don't know if I'm dumb and if I just, for some reason, I'm getting hung up on a term, but it's not making sense. In my I head. think it's, I think it's supposed to be interpreted in a couple well, of ways. And, and at this, this point, is where, is this going to be, yeah, is this going to be a situation of us going a whole week wondering if punch is left or right handed in each panel? I mean, is that, am, am I completely I beyond, I'm you know, no the deal right. that I'm out. Yeah, you, you might be, you might By be issue going seven, we may Tom not even be talking about this because he does seem to throw concepts sudden, and lose you know, them. Why did Bardis yeah, eyes yeah, turn Yeah, the whole color. deal about, yeah, all that with Mr. Miracle and stuff like that where it just gets strung along and yeah. then it seems like he loses track. Uh, but yeah, that, that's it. That's the end where you have Booster talking about what this thing so is. So if the villain, if the, if the person that killed all these people is somebody that thinks that admitting yeah. that you need help is weak, do you think the villain is somebody like uh, never going to the doctor for that, a checkup? That man? It's a new. It's the new deal maybe, of maybe? Yeah, never, Eric Shea. Never yeah, that's lad. what you got. All <laughs> these. It's Shea, funny. All man. these people were part of the Legion of Superheroes at one point. <laughs> Don't use a GPS uh, guy. Yeah. Lad, so we'll see. We but what'd you give it, Reggie? Um, I, I like I said before, I wanted to make sure I got that out. I really thought this issue operated on a high technical level. I love the art. If you don't love the art, that's, uh, you know, your, your eyeballs or whatever. But I think that Clay Man is on another level here. I loved all of the panels. I love the, the sequentials. Uh, he did a good job within the nine panels, even though I do agree that those nine panel grids are essentially storytelling gimmicks. And I think we're just going to see yeah, those throughout the whole the series. I really, I really went between a 6.5 and a 7, and because I'm a swell guy, I gave it a 7.10 on the site, but frankly, I really yeah, go either uh, way. I'm not as high. I, I have gone between from a 6 up to a 7 and whatever, but I think that because of the idea that we don't get enough of an actual story, that it's just a shock value, and it's the first issue, that's fine. Uh, I'm down to a 5.8. I, I, I understand. The art looks great. It's just, to me, the whole storytelling of this, including the art, just I cannot get invested in what's going on. I feel no emotions at all. Uh, everything looks pretty, but it just maybe looks too pretty. I don't know. But the other thing that I want to bring up before we give Eric's score is the idea that I, I'm kind of irritated with a lot of people on Twitter, which I, I often do get irritated with a lot of people in my normal life and Twitter as well. But I don't like this concept of Mr. Miracle after one issue. I, I was getting, you know, after one or two issues of a 12-issue series, instant classic. It's been proclaimed instant classic by his fans. Oh, my God, this is the best thing I ever read. This is going to be known for the ages, throwing shade at me on the site of that I'm a moron and wait till I'm proved to be that and all this and, and all. And now the same people, though, after this one issue, are, you have to wait for the whole series. But yet they, it goes both ways. And the idea as well is – 
everybody who wants to get mad at this, Tom King fans included, who don't like what's going on here, it seems that they just want to blame Dan DiDio, who is the boogeyman. He's the DC Comics <laughs> boogeyman. Tom King wrote this story. Tom King also wrote that wedding issue. Yeah, you may say, but he wasn't allowed to do this, this, and this. He still wrote it. He still wrote it and still told people that there was going to be a wedding on TV, the three people you claim. But he is something yeah. where this is – keeps happening to just him. So I don't want to hear that it's Dan DiDio. If you want to blame Dan DiDio, that's fine. Also blame Tom King because this is the type of story he always writes. And I said, even you go uh, – uh, uh, the And blame and Bob, Bob Harris. Harris. I even said that. Or Jim sake. Lee. Where's Jim Lee in all this? That guy gets out no one, and no, no one blame. Wants to blame Jim, Jim Lee. Lee. He's a nice guy, but still, he's, a, he's, a he's co-publisher. Now, you, you sit there and go, oh, my God, Tom King, how did you do this to us? Uh, the whole idea of – Batman, in his Batman run, it started out – now, this is a sketchy thing that some people don't believe, but it kind of started out with him almost committing suicide. You, you, so people can argue with that. But by issue 12 of his Batman run, he redid little Bruce Wayne's origin. He attempted suicide. So there you go. Little kid attempting suicide was what he did in Batman. You have Mr. Miracle, instant classic, started out with an attempted suicide. Totally you have suicide, the, yeah. uh, the Swamp Thing, Brave in the Mold. It starts off with a murder of Swamp Thing's dad and ends with a murder of his murder. So there you go, murder. Then you have the Superman 100-page issue deal where he has all carte blanche to tell any Superman story he wants, not even in continuity, and it involves a kidnapped girl and a murdered girl. Little girls. You end up – Kite Man, the only way he can get emotions and make you care is that Kite Man's son was murdered. This is what he does. Omega Men started out with a Kite Kyle Rayner, almost a public execution. That that was the gimmick. Right, yeah. These are gimmicks he uses constantly in almost every. You have the vision over at Marvel. It ends up that his whole family, you know, I don't want to spoil everything, but they go completely insane and bonkers, and it ends like that. He does not know how to write anything with hope, anything. So basically, his stories have forced the rebirth deal, along with Dan DeVille, who does it. He wants darkness too, but it is Tom King as well. He did. You have the swamp thing. A Christmas special, a kid dies in that. Even if he's a demon, he's a kid to Swamp Thing. You have the Ace the Bat Hound. Chris, these are Christmas holiday specials. Oh my God, the glee of the holidays. The Ace the Bat Hound Eisner Award winning Christmas special story was about Ace being an abused dog. Where does it end? Where does it end? I mean, this is all he writes. Maybe Tom King is crying so, out well, for help. He you is. And, and we're sitting here, and and with that, where in any of these do we ever get? You have a, a Batman going through that, a, you know, little Bruce Wayne tries to kill himself. And when has Batman been happy? Pretty much in his whole run. Like, he does not end stories with happiness. It usually ends with more tragedy, more downers. He is a downer writer. This is a downer story. And Rebirth, it is Redeath now. And this is in, along the veins of a Tom Kinging, the DCU, like we saw with the Harleying of the DCU and the New 52, then the Batgirl of Burnside, and that never works out because it ends up making the whole line one thing, and that's not good. 
I like my stories to be diverse. I like to what's have up with the Jeff Lemire. Yeah, where is that? Where was the Charles Soling of it? Where was the Kyle Higgins? Yeah, and even so, you, you do have like a Scott Snydering as well. So, and and I am a, more of a fan of Scott Snyder, but I don't like that either. I don't like this whole let's put all of our eggs in the one basket and let's go, especially when it involves death and trauma and just stuff like that it really really is annoying me and this is besides this issue because again i gave what i give it a five eight somewhere around there there are parts where i see the storytelling and things like that but the overall idea and concept i just don't like and people being surprised i don't know how you can be surprised this is what you get i mean the, the biggest book mr miracle like i said involves five deaths and starts with an attempted suicide i mean and this is where he in interviews said Mr. Miracle was the beginnings of how he came up with the story. Well, that's a dark a dark story through and through and it even looks like it might even become a dream sequence you know, of the, the for the man who had everything type of twist, but I just don't like it. Uh, what about you, Eric? So why couldn't I give my score before all that? I, I ju- <laughs> that's a weird thing. I was now- giving my score. That's part of my score. I'm explaining why I gave it a 5-8. That was my yeah. That was my ending. That 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 was a long, long ending for that. But uh, I'm going to give this a six out of ten. I'm with Reggie. I really did enjoy the art in this uh, this issue. It's just going in. I'm going to give it the benefit of doubt too because I like to do that with first issues. I don't know where they're going. If he wants to start with a shock value, which that's all it seems to be at this point, let him do it because if it better just pan out is all I'm saying because right now it feels like a very sterile book. I don't like the voices of the characters, and he's just throwing continuity. In and out, all willy nilly. He doesn't care as long as he can tell his murder mystery that's out there supposedly being about, you know, mental health and stuff like that, which I'm not seeing in the long run. But yeah, six out of 10 for this first issue. All right. Oh my. Oh, that what heroes a in crisis. crisis. Holy moly. We that's had a lot of certainly... fun here, but we don't want to make light of health issues, mental health that's issues. That's certainly so. a crisis indeed, Eric. But we're going to talk about now. What we're going to talk about on this coming up podcast, because this was a dip your toe in. I was going to mention that again, that we hadn't dipped our toe in the pool lately, but uh, I forgot to it's say that. So you don't go now. in the pool well, in fall time. You can. There's indoor pools. Well, what are you? Any <laughs> pool that I'm going life. to. Yeah, at the Y. What do you think I'm a rock I'm telling you. Yeah, what? To go at the Y? Especially the Y. The Y is so expensive. Is that what you're doing there? No. Here we go. And if you have just joined us to talk and listen to us talk about the Heroes in Crisis and haven't listened to our regular podcast, it does come out Sunday nights. And it tends to be a little longer than most. It's not the 12 hours it used to be. Thank God. But it still can be five to eight hours long. Yeah. But this is why, because we talk about every book. And these are the books we're going to be talking about this week. We're going to be talking about Action Comics, number 1003. Batgirl, number 27. Batman Beyond, number 24. Detective Comics, number 989. Heroes in Crisis, number one, like you heard already. But that will be on there as well. Justice League Dark, number three. Justice League Odyssey, number one. That finally came out we also have raven daughter of darkness number eight silencer number nine the flash number 55 the terrifics number eight titans number 26 and wonder woman number 55 now in the meantime we have a patreon yeah yeah and we have a patreon account if that's not enough don't act yet Yes, there's more. (laughs) If you go over to the Patreon account at patreon.com slash weird science, you'll also be able to listen to, like this spotlight, but a Patreon-only spotlight with books picked by the badasses of the Get Fresh crew. 
Boop, beep, boop, boop. And that one was Batman Kings of Fear number two was the big book on that Weird. podcast. But also Doomsday Clock number seven. <laughs> <laughs> that comes in after Batman Kings of Fear, even though we talk about Doomsday Clock first on there yeah. because obviously that was what you considered the big book of the week. But that was the book that the badasses picked. I, I get the idea that they're like, all right, we, we picked Doomsday Clock. That's a pretty big book to kind of, you know, send off on the Patreon. So let's take Batman. And Kings of Fear as well. Kind of even that out a bit. But we yeah, got to balance the universe with a really big book and a really small book. Yes. And I'll just tell everybody because I think that some people, maybe they don't understand, like, you know, some other people do a Patreon, whatever the hell that, that goes. This isn't just a three-minute podcast. The, the podcast with these two books of the spotlight was actually about an hour and ten minutes yes. uh, total with those two. So we go into depth about those. We act the same way we do with the books on the regular podcast and like we just did the Heroes in Crisis. So if you want to go join up, that'd be great. Uh, we are coming to the end of the month. So if you wanted to wait a little and join in in the October month and then try it out, <laughs> the uh, you go and month. do that as well. The <laughs> October month, Aaron. The, the witching hour month but yeah uh we'd like you to just check it out we think that we do enough things over there we have a lot of different podcasts and things like that and we have some fun actually if you don't think that that is possible you join up in the patreon and see that in fact we do like some things and we're not toxic fandom there you go there you go that's a wrap around there but that is it for uh, this podcast eric what do we say at the end turn that spotlight off And there was so much blood But I'm just sitting by myself And there she was Eating some peach pie And there she was Why did Wally have to die? I smell death and crazy hair Why does it seem like I don't care Who's that ruining DC's rebirth direction Mama, this surely is dream Yeah Yeah, Mama, I'm hoping it's a dream Dig it Hanging out Downtown by myself And I can still hear their screams And I was sitting by myself And there she was In the tightest pants I've seen in my life And there she was With a real sharp butter knife I smell death and crazy hair why does it seem like I don't care? Who's that ruining DC's rebirth direction? Mama, this surely is dream. Yeah. I guess it's standard deal's dream. Digger. It's probably just his own wet dream.